Yo, what's good, guys? It's uh, Just Take Podcast, episode three. And uh, you're here with Chris from 108 Mics. And Remy. And uh, this week, we've, we've actually got a few more a few more sort of underground-related topics today, haven't we, really? Um, Going to dive a little deeper I into so. that. Yeah. Um, like, the first few are going to be a bit more sort of underground-centric. Um, we're going to be discussing some names you may have heard of, some names that are upcoming you may not have heard of. So uh, we hope that this is um, we hope that this is an entertaining one for you. And we're also now live on streaming, so this should be up uh, on Spotify. Uh, is it same? Is it same day they go up? Same day. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So if you listen to this on SoundCloud, it will soon be on Spotify. Um, and yeah, so just. Uh, Enjoy. So, first topic of the day is the one and only Loco Los. And, uh, man, I mean, me and you, everyone knows how good Loco is as a producer, right? Alright, so crazy. Like, he's, uh, he's, he's legendary, I'd say. Um, it, and, and it's, it's not, it's not just, in my opinion, it's not just the B&B affiliation that's made him, uh, the guy he is. Oh, at all, I think the strength of his beats um, would have would have carried him really far, even without uh, the B and B affiliation. In my yeah. opinion, in my opinion, yeah, I think everyone would agree. Yeah, because I mean, it, it's testament that people still people still want his stuff now. I mean, there's plenty of all the producers are still selling, I'm sure, but not like not like Loco sells beats. I can imagine <laughs> he is like like. Name someone who doesn't have a song on a loco beat. Like it's it it's hard to come up with someone. There is obviously some people. Um, yeah, there are people. Yeah, like, but I reckon if if you the majority there. Yeah, if if you include un unreleased, they're like I I know so many people who have like unreleased loco tracks. I am one of them. Yeah, yeah, that, that's why I'm sure you told me that. So that's what I was thinking. Um, but man, I mean, he's produced he's produced for he's produced for legends in the game. You know, everyone knows that he's well, with with extensively with Chapo, Five Finger Posse, etc., etc. Perp, ov- obviously. Um, yeah. But it's also like smaller artists as well that have used his that have used that have used his shit, and I uh, I think it's I think I think I think it's great that a loco beat is is almost like I don't know. It's almost like like because the beats are so good, and you know the beats are going to be good, it lets you focus on who's rapping even more. So. I think it's actually quite a challenge to use a loco beat, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, because I mean, the same can be said for anyone in BNB, really. Yeah, yeah, but he, it, yeah, no, definitely. Same, same can be said for Evil, Evil Haze, one hundred percent. But I, I feel like Loco's beats are so dense and interesting that you have to be somewhat good on them. Like, <laughs> I feel like a really bad. Someone who's a bad rapper is gonna stand out like a sore thumb over a loco beat. Um, yeah, like why are you wasting it, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I've seen someone tweet that once. I don't remember who it was. I think it was someone else in BNB. Like people just stay wasting loco beats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he's 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 always been. He was always he was the best producer in BNB um, until Crook. Uh, Joe BNB, I'd say they're on par as like two of the best producers in the underground. But yeah, he's crazy. 
just fun, just phenomenal, Loco. I, I have nothing but good things to say about that guy. Seems, 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 seems like a nice bloke too, from my conversations with him. Um, Are you spoken to him? Very briefly, yeah, yeah. Because we did a we did a blog interview, which is still up on one of mics dot com. Um, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very brief convo, but yeah, seems seems like a nice seems like a nice geezer. Yeah, definitely. He um he uh well. Maybe I'm just comparing him to other people who have his level of fame. You know what I mean? Because some people let it go to their heads. So, uh, but no, nah, he's he's a good he, he's a good guy. And honestly, I I think his influence uh, and his career will last long, a long time from from now. I think people will still be buying Loco beats in like 2023. Kind of reminds me of Teacher Yes, that kind that kind of longevity, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. No. No. That's that. That's actually really. Apt, that's a really apt comparison. Because um, again, a lot of people have DJ Spokey collabs that you wouldn't really expect. Um, yeah. And he he's he's just as diverse in a way. Um, so actually, yeah, that that's a pretty solid comparison. Plus, he can like disappear and then come come back, and people will still be interested. Definitely. In his uh, <laughs> in his instrumental tape series. Uh, even when he says some like crazy conspiracy shit, people still fuck with uh, DJ Smokey. <laughs> I seen him tweet some wild. What did he say once? He said like he tweeted some like spraying the crops with pesticides uh, is making us all. I can't remember what he said. He said some crazy shit like that. F- funny guy. But anyway. Uh, you know, crazy characters in GTA. Say again. You're the one. Like the crazy characters in GTA. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how that's how I picture him. Definitely, that's our picture. He's 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 Canadian as well, isn't he? So, he's, uh, oh shit! Yeah, I think I think he's Canadian. Oh no wonder. I think he's Canadian. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because someone, someone, I seen someone call him a fake funk artist once because he cause, because he was from Canada. Because he was from Canada. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> has, has that man not proved himself? Like based off the strength of the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro, you're Canadian. You can't make funk. Uh, this is funny shit. But anyway, yeah. Logo. Where, where's um, what's it called? Murder Beats. Murder, Murder Beats is uh, he might he might be Canadian too, you know. Yeah, I swear I heard his um. Let me find he's out. Like a jumper. Yeah, he is. He's Canadian. There's, yeah. actually, there's actually quite a, there's actually quite a few Canadians in the industry. Like, not just the super big names either, like The Weeknd, obviously. Um, but there's actually or Drake, of course. But there's you know, um. If you forget, you forget Drake's Canadian. I, you do. I forget that because, yeah. because he just hop because 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 of the hopping from one thing to the next. But um, no, there's, there's, oh a, there's, there's there is actually bare Canadians in the industry, yeah, which is good. You know, I mean, t- to me, they're no different from Americans, but obviously they're gonna argue about that um, extensively. So, but yeah, um, I want to shout out um, local love star. Oh, yeah. People he's worked with, especially recently, like shout out to the Khan, No Deceased. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crocodile, aka DJ Bohita. Mm-hmm. And my man, Scott Free. Man. Everyone going crazy. Scott Free, man. You checked out that new Zero Suit tape, uh, didn't you? I saw you saying you listened to that. I haven't even finished it, so that, but I just know you're going crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Produced by man. That was that was Zero Suit's best tape yet. With the Scott the Scott the Scott Free beats were like perfect. It made his rapping more clear. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Definitely check out Fucked, that's the name of the mixtape. Fucked by <laughs> Zero Suit, entirely produced by Scott Free, both new members of Southern Goth Mob, um, with Lil Deceased. You can also read about um, Southern Goth Mob on my blog, that's the latest piece I did. Um, so go check that out. They're a, great, they're a great group, deserving of all the fame that they get. And also, one more thing to plug. I recently uploaded um, all of the exclusive tracks I've hosted for Deceased on SoundCloud onto Spotify as like a compilation tape. Uh, it's called 108 Deceased Volume 1, and it's on my Spotify page under 108 Mics. So if you like Hard. Deceased, yeah, Hard go check out. it out. It's got, it's got a few, it's got some good shit on there. Production from Loco, Crook, I'm Pissed, Evil Haze, uh, Seda, uh, you name it. Collabs with Sub9K, Lizza, hella shit. Um, so go check that out. But yeah, all Southern Goth mobs are having a, a good, such a good year, man. One of the best collectives in the underground, easily. Zero Suit's dropped like what? Five projects? Uh, six? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's six, you know. <laughs> he dropped Bomb. And then the, the 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 one that had the first Scott Free beat on that I, I ever heard, I forget what that tape was called. Then he did Metal, X-Human, Oxygen, and this, yeah, six, and this new one. This crazy, crazy work, right? That's more than one a month, which is <laughs> which is good, which is crazy. And and his rapping's just got better and better on each one. A 2014 bars. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. He actually, he actually could, he could, I mean, shit. Who knows? Unfortunately, he isn't producing as much, which I've noticed. But I guess you got to focus on one or the other. Um, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, shout out Zero. Um, and shout out Loco Los once again. Yeah, definitely shout out Loco. I think he's the hardest producer right now. I'd say so. If not Scott Free. Yeah, Scott, Scott, Scott Free. I was actually trying. I was actually. I was actually trying to make a top, um, like twenty to thirty producers last night. Like, oh, I've got to put sounds in there as well right now. Oh yeah, of course, of course. In my in my notes page, um, and Scott Free was coming up every time. So yeah, he he's he, he with enough time will will be like top ten right now easily. Like he's 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 only just started as well. I like guess. <laughs> yeah, man, that that guy very talented. Um, and uh, deceased stays stays grinding. I think I've mentioned him in every single podcast we've done so far because he just is such a great guy, such a nice guy too. All of the Southern Goth Mob guys are really, really just really cool, down to earth, genuine blokes, and they deserve all the success. And I want a group tape. I want a group <laughs> tape, guys. I was promised a group tape before Zero and Scott Free even joined, but now now they've joined, and they're the most productive members. I need a group tape. Come on, give it to me. I need it. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> um, returning to Loco, um, Loco did the uh, versus Bloodline Genesis instrumental tape, yeah. uh, which was uh, woo. I mean, crazy. Uh, but here's here's a question for you: Who yeah. who won? You're really gonna do this? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I've got I've got my answer. What's your answer? It Loco had it, but it was very close. It's very it's very close, but Loco had it. Mm, I felt like Bloodline was trying. Loco oh, had it. He was. Nah, I don't feel like it. Yeah. 
What about um because they they I, don't I, know, I know what you can do, bro. I know what I can do. <laughs> no, I can do. The crook and loco one. I think crook had that one though. Crook and loco. Yeah. Mm. It was that, that was that was tight. That was close. I'd say that was uh, yeah. No, I'd say that was less <laughs> close than loco bloodline though. I'd say Crook had that by the by. Like, more close. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So <laughs> the opinions differ once again. Um, and then there was Crook Bloodline. Um, they did the the trifecta. That was close as well. See, uh, I didn't have any winner. That's the one I've listened to least, but I but from what I remember, Crook had that one as well. What? Yeah. I just lo- I love Crook, man. I think I'm about a bit of a Crook stan. He's he. <laughs> Because his, his beats are just so, so interesting. Like, I don't even give a shit who's rapping on them. Like, I will, I will happily listen to Diamonds on My Dick ruin ten crook beats in a, in a row just to listen to some crook beats, you know? Like, they're like... I feel what you're saying. It, they're just... They're so, so, so alien and just like... Yeah. How, does a, how does a human being create this? <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of vibe I get. Um, but yeah... Um, Loco, Bloodline, and Crook. That's that's a that's a triple threat, man. That's a triple threat. That's the best. That's like best of the best type shit. Definitely. Yeah, and also the cover arts were all amazing. Shout out to Bloodline for his. Um, Shout out to him. Amazing work. He's he's just done amazing. He's he's well, he's done he's done amazing work for 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 for, for you, uh, for me, Egyptian. Um, for he did that Draco Montana tape too. That's that's one of the. Favorite yeah. arts I've seen from him, the um, headshot. Yeah, yeah. God, that, that was, was so hard, so sick. But he should have had more than one beat on there, though, as well. Although magic was really tight, he should have had more than one beat on there. Um, but the rest were crook beats, so can't can't complain. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, crooks, bloodline, and loco. Who I must point out were all at one point members of B and B. So that just that does that does go to show how how good purpose at recognizing talent um are all like some of the see some of the best they will they will all go down as some of the best producers in in the underground but yeah oh yeah and of all time like 100 percent um especially i'd say like obviously we, we we said that loco has the longevity i think bloodline and crook also have the longevity obviously bloodline works a little differently like I know he's very much a perfectionist, um, when it comes when it comes to his stuff. I've seen him complaining about like, like that all of his stuff from last year sounded like ass or some shit, or some shit like that. Like he complains about, and I know he's always striving for perfection. Um, yeah. And he d- he d- he deleted that um, that mixtape he did, didn't he? Uh, Which one? The Predator Technology. Oh yeah. But that, which which I was sad about. I mean, someone someone's re-uploaded it as as always happens. But um, that was such a cool series, like the three-part release, all the different collaborators. Yeah, it's so so sick. Um, but yeah, and um, genius. Yeah, genius. He is genius. Shout out to uh, to Di Mercer as well. I think that's how you say that. Is it Di Mercer? Or is it? Is that a, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was Demon. I don't know if it was like French or some shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he he's he's sick. I mean, he's he he he's he's like a bloodline acolyte, right? Like he's <laughs> following in the footsteps. 
Yeah, no, but acolyte. He, acolyte, yeah, but he but he has his own. <laughs> that's not a diss. He has his own style. Uh-huh. No, nah, it's but yeah, it's a funny, it's a fun, it's a funny word. Um, but yeah, shout out Dimersa as well. Um, man, all these guys. It's always the anon- it's always the anonymous guys that go so hard. Like the ones that just come out of nowhere and you're like, Jesus, who's this? Like you hear a beat, you're like, fuck. Gotta follow this guy. Uh, that's what happened with Scott Free, you know. So yeah. legends in the making, if you ask me. That's how I feel about the current. I feel like I don't know what his comment was, but he put it on. Bro, he enjoyed himself. Oh, and yeah. Everyone can see it. Like it's hard. Seriously. He is. He is hard. He he has a very consistent. Um, well, he, he does. He does. He does. He doesn't drop trash by any means, but he's very, very consistent. Yeah. Um, I first heard him on a song with Tracy. Um, yeah, that little Tracy one. Yeah, that was that was tough. I watched the video for that. I could see him like, I could see that was like a natural collab as opposed to like someone just buying the Tracy feature. So that was sick. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't know if they're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was really cool, and uh, and he picks um, uh, again. He picks amazing producers. The My local loss. Yep, and he got some shit with a little trash. Um, yeah, he's dope. He's dope. I'm just gonna look at the production credits for his latest actually, because uh, and Nadab. Nadab, obviously, yeah, yeah. Nadab is uh, Nadab's beats are awesome. Not a fan of his. Uh, like I, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of his. Like when he puts an album together, though, because he just like, he's he's like the DJ Khaled of SoundCloud rap. Like he just crams too many people on the same song, and it's yeah. like voila, here you go. But anyway, um, the Khan's Paranoia tape had um, High C, Jaguar Claw, Lil Trash, like that, that, that right, that right there's three, three, three of the best, you know. So that Paranoia album is amazing. Yeah, no, it is. Actually Even the features are good on that, and I'm not all yeah. too familiar with um, um, that D Silver guy. Yeah, wasn't too familiar with him. Is he English? I swear he's English. He might be the one that did a song recently. I think with people like around Skepta, like maybe um, oh, maybe Jesse up. James. I'm gonna look it up. Um, see if he is. But he he went he he went hard, and obviously the the. Brennan Savage features were pretty solid too. Not really a fan of him in general, but he definitely went in there. And yeah, he is English. He is English. That's pretty sick. Um, so yeah, the calm recognizes UK talent too. So it's time for everyone to start doing that. That like, guy Tachi, he's on the song Tokyo. Oh yeah, that yeah. Verses, his verses are flames. I need to. I'm. I'm actually going to listen to that today because I. I remember it being a really, really good tape. And, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. And his videos, like, he's enjoying himself. Like, you hate. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't hate. He also made that chat with Dams on my dick. Um, on an MP5K beat. Um, it's quite, quite. I think it's. It's called. What's it called? Andy. Andy Milanakis. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. That one's that one's tough. That one, I was like, damn. If I, if any of this didn't have diamonds on my dick on it, then it would be a good song. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> what, have yeah. against, what have you got against him? He ruins so many songs. Oh my god! He does. 
He honestly does. He ruins... He ruins... Bro, he ruins both... All the songs he has with Cray, ruined. Um, he, he's ruined... Bro, he's so bad that... He, if he, he, he made, like, two songs with Coldheart, and I'm not a Coldheart fan. But I was like... Even Coldheart sounds like sick on this song man he just it's just like he makes songs with artists I like like Tracy um, Slow Christ Wi-Fi God you name it and he just he just does not come through he even made a song with Nolan Be Rolling you know uh-huh. yeah and he didn't come hard on that he just didn't he just he just is not he's just not an artist for me he also has me blocked on Twitter for calling him out for scamming people so I mean <laughs> It is what it is, you know. It is what it is. Um, anyway, well, yeah. So anyway, everyone mentioned Bar Diamonds on My Dick is an underground legend. Um, so definitely check out Deceased, Zero, Scott Free, all the Southern Goth Mob guys. And if you don't, if you're not clued in with the Carney, the great discography. Um, I, you could probably start with the Tracy Club. That's like quite an accessible song. That's a great. That's a great track. Um, yeah. Did definitely. did did Forza produce that? Or was it? Oh, no, it wasn't Forza. No. It was. Was it someone in working on dying? I haven't even listened to it too tough. I think it was. I think it was. I think. Think. I think it was either Oogie Man or Filthy. But either way, it's like a. It's like a banging tread type track. Yeah. Um. So check that out. And obviously with Loco, Crook, and Bloodline. Yeah, I would. I would assume if you're listening to this, you know who they are. So, check out them versus tapes because those was that's some of the most interesting shit that's come out. That's come out this year. More producers need to need to do that. I need zero okay. suit versus Scott Free or some shit. Hey, 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 only the good producers. Yeah, only the, the bad ones. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, the good one. The bad, the bad ones keep that shit on track train. We're not sure to hear it or Instagram live. Uh, oh my it. god! Nah, I'm being harsh. There's no, there's no, there's no such thing as a rap producer, uh, unless you, well, you are. I'm actually bad, I guess. I, <laughs> I don't follow any bad producers. Cause you're trying to be nice. <laughs> nah, I'm. Yeah, being nice is being nice is is is, is hard sometimes. But gotta try and sh- gotta show love on the podcast, definitely to all them guys. They're all going soup. They're all going crazy hard. And uh, yeah, that about wraps that segment up. Um. What was the next one? What was the next topic we're going to talk about? Because I got, I got, I got some things here, but I don't, I don't think they're in the same order that we had on. Somebody that. came home. Oh, of course, yeah. Somebody came home. He did, and he dropped the video. That shit blew up, bro. <laughs> yes, that song's trash. That song is trash. Uh, second listen, it wasn't so bad. Well, it was mainly the um, the la- the la- the bit where he just laughs at the end, where I was like, bro, this song is so bad. Like, he's, just, he's just not riding the beat well like I will I won't pretend that like something like Billy isn't a catchy song I like yeah. that's, that, that that is a good song for what it is it is just budget city mug but it but it is good like you know what I mean um, this is insane yeah absolutely insane but the millions of views shit he's done 128 million in 4 days <laughs> that is quite crazy Quite. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's back. It's back. It's, it's batshit. Ins- it's batshit insane. It's like, it's it's like I saw someone comparing it to Taylor Swift's views for something, and I was like, but he's 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 actually doing like more than Taylor Swift numbers. This is some shit you couldn't have predicted a few years ago. There's no he's way. Doing more than NBA, young boy. 
That's now that is an achievement. Definitely. But if he drops a second vid, will he do the same numbers? It depends how soon and where it's about. As as long as this song has like a stupid name in caps, people are gonna click. <laughs> and like maybe a um, maybe a feature. Maybe I'll go light on the features now though, seeing as nobody really fucks with them anymore. We'll see. If you got a feature and it was hard, I don't know what could do. I wonder if Tory Lane still fucks with them because because he was on both of his albums, and he's and he's also doing the Instagram Live thing. So I wonder if he's gonna put aside any like any of the things people give a shit about, which 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 some of which they definitely should care about, might I add. But I wonder if Tory Lanez will be like, oh, nah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this guy on Instagram Live, make some hits. I, I can definitely see that happening, one hundred percent. Um. Not many, not many other people though. I don't think. I think he's too worried about moving house, bro. He's moved house twice now. He's moved. He's moved house twice. Six months. Damn. Well, what is that? Because people keep finding out where he lives. It's not like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, shouldn't have. Uh, shouldn't have done it then, chief. That's all I'll say. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean. His Instagram live, which um, my friend made me watch, I did not watch voluntarily. My friend made me watch it, um, and I and it was it, it it was it was interesting to see how he views the situation, because I think he's got a very warped perception of it, from what I can tell. I think he's deluded himself a little bit into thinking that that his behaviour was. I mean, you you know me, I'm like a I'm I'm a suburban white guy from England. I don't give a shit about the street code. Like, I mean, I understand why people do care, but at yeah. the same time, it doesn't affect me personally. So I'm not one of the people that's like, you know, I'm going to be like, oh, God, he boosted the street code. Like, I don't personally care about that. I care more I care more about, like, the, 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 the pedo charges and shit. But, I mean, that's, that's whatever. Oh, shit. That's whatever, you know. It's like... You know about that? Yeah, well, I thought everyone knew about that. I mean, it's no, like... No, then what happened? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, spe- the specifics, what, with the filming and the... Um, and, and the not think uh, you know he genuinely thought she was this age or that age or it, it, and him being him him not being him being young at the time but still old enough to know better yeah than than, than to, like how old was it? the girl was like 14 it's like no it's just it's just a cre- like it's 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 a weird creepy situation regardless of whether anything actually happened you know what i mean but things did happen by the sounds of it so it's uh yeah hmm but you know, there's the, the, there's other people that have, that have that have got rape charges and shit against them that are doing just as well. Well, not as well as him because he's doing better than anyone else, as previously discussed. But um, doing just as well as him. Like, uh, you see that shit about the game sexual harassment charge? Yeah, multiple women have come forward and said stuff. Yeah, and they seized like eighty percent of his assets. Yeah, I saw that. Like that's fucked up. I mean, it's a good job. It's a good job that man said he was retiring because Jesus. Like, I wouldn't want to be 40 years old um, having all of my musical assets taken because I decided to to, to be a fucking creep. You know, you know you know what I mean? Same with Kodak. Like, I love Kodak, but we all we all know that he did that shit, let's face it. So, it's a, it's, it is a tough one. It, put, it puts people in tough positions, but because all the... But we all know 6 ix fan bases, you know. Uh, we all know exactly who they are. And it's... Um, what's they are young white kids, probably between the ages of um, probably between the ages of about fourteen to twenty 
three. Yeah, I'd say. Maybe a few older people, too. Um, I mean, probably not just white, obviously. Probably probably quite a lot of Hispanic kids, too. Especially ones that say the N-word. Yeah, they want to grow up and be like Daniel. They want to... Daniel H. Is that his real name? Is he called Daniel? Oh, yeah, Daniel Hernandez. Oh, I, did, I, no, I didn't know his real name. Although I expected that his second name to be something like that. Hernandez, <laughs> Gonzalez, you name it. That's probably, that's probably... Oh my god, Gonzalez. <laughs> Let, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Hey, he's, he's the one that says the N-word. And no one... And, uh, he, he, that, no one calls... No one cares. It's, it's funny. But anyway. Fat, fat, Joe, fat Joe does it too, so... I don't, I don't know. Just, just an example. It's not for me. It's not. For, it's not really for me to speak on. It could be for you to speak on if you care. Do you care? Or Puerto Ricans and Mexicans say the N word. Yeah. Do you care? Whether I care or not, they're like thirty thousand miles away. And they're gonna keep doing it. <laughs> Let's face it. Especially the ones in New York, right? Like that's just that seems to be quite normal. That's how they grew up, apparently. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. You would get, you would probably get smacked in your mouth for saying that shit in some places. Um, you'd, pro- you'd probably get smacked for saying that shit in 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 England in most places, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. It depends because I don't know. It depends because I've seen I, I've seen a lot of like white kids saying it when I was in school, and they have black friends. But I guess that's just yeah. Well, when you're outnumbered. <laughs> yeah. That's scary though, isn't it? Like, I, it's kind of like can't really say what you really feel. Anyway, we're getting slightly off the topic, but the bottom line is six nine um, is I don't I don't I don't endorse him, and he's clearly done some questionable things, very questionable things. Um, but I mean, I mean, how 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 many was it? Hundred and twenty eight million. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, He's doing he's doing summit right, but uh, yeah, well, pe- pe- people always say don't give him attention, but I mean this isn't really us giving him attention, is it? Let's face it, like he's gonna get late, he's gonna he's gonna get exactly it is he's gonna get attention either way, regardless of anyone's individual actions. But yeah, no, not a fan, not a fan of the music, um, the new song especially, and uh, yeah, and that's that really. Um. Moving on though, yeah. boy, Chris Travis. Chris Travis, yeah. A water boy. Been dropping some new stuff. Yeah, his new video, fuck that shit. Literally called fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah, maybe we need, we probably did need to explain that, yeah. Yeah, the song is called fuck that shit. Um, Chris Travis. Produced by Roland. Legend. Oh, is it produced by Roland? I didn't even peep that. Sick. Sick. Um, yeah, well... What does that say about Chris Chavez? I mean, live another another legend in the game, you know. Um, kept it kept it moving. Changed his style a little bit from when he first stepped out. I think you'd agree with me there, wouldn't you? Changed a little st- bit, yeah. <laughs> not too not too not too heavy, but he was he was more. He's not on. He's not as like his music isn't as like chilled now. I know that's a very generic description, but yeah. it it doesn't set like. Is it is it Cody and Pizza or Pizza and Cody? And I always get it mixed up. It's Codeine and Pizza. No, it's Pizza and Codeine? I don't know. <laughs> that one. Um, yeah. Uh, was such a, like, a landmark re- release. Like, not nothing else sounded like that at the time. Um, which I think is why so many, so many people kind of 
kind of gravitated towards it. Um, and it's definitely my favorite of his projects. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you'd say the same. That is so weird. Like I, I kind of got into that late. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, I me too. To it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I got, I got onto him in general late. But oh. that was that was the first one I listened to, though. Yeah. I was listening to like his really kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So this was what twenty twelve. Yep. Like um, pistol grip. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when uh, BMW dropped and we got the uh, King of Diamonds at the end and everyone had a verse. That was oh, so hard. That's such a heater, man. They had Young Simi, Ethan Wolf, Chris. Just a sick posse up. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> it sounds like I had it a bit at the time. Like, I mean, he preferred uh, Ethan Wolf's verse. Man, I think I, I think uh, Simi might might have killed everyone on that. It was really, really, really good, but it wasn't Chris. <laughs> no, no, that's fair enough. I think Chris has a um, very unique sort of charisma um, to his to his voice. I, I don't even think um, Ethel Wolf now Xavier Wolf for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> um, I, I would assume they did, but in case they didn't. Uh, doesn't really doesn't really have but um i don't know i mean it, it's it's def it's definitely interesting that out of like any of them um they've all maintained relevance like people still respect young simmy you know when he when he drops same with same with xavier um yeah but i think chris has the best sort of run of tapes i'd say his stuff's the most listen uh re-listenable it's got the most uh, replay value um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I can't no? say. I mean, don't get me wrong. Simi has Simi has hits. Simi has um, uh, the. <laughs> yeah, all the DJ Smokey and that. Yeah, the Young Smokey, the Simi season tapes, and he he, yeah. he he had that one in 2017 where he rocked on Evil Hayes beat as well. That was really yeah. cool. That was really cool. Um, yeah, but his music is quite one-dimensional. I will say that he's hard, but he doesn't change it up much. Whereas Chris can change it up. So I can't lie. I think Xavier has the best best uh, projects out of the two. Hmm. Overall, uh, this is my guy. This is my guy. I prefer him over Xavier overall, but I can't lie. No, that like is... the psychopath stuff, like Wolf Takahashi, like stuff like that, like Alexander Wolf. Like that's a good one. It's creative and it's quite long. It's like it's 2013, like his tapes with bones and stuff. Oh, his, ta- his, ta- his tapes with bones are, yeah. See, I, yeah. See, I, I guess I wasn't really including them, but they if because yeah, because they they've got one of the best chemistries, on like at, of all time. Bones and Xavier, yeah. Bones and Xavier Wolf. They are like I mean, if if you if you watch the video for or you listen to Weatherman, like you know that's like <laughs> that's such an iconic vid. Um, and all oh, my days, yeah, just like doesn't get better than that. Um, in terms of like two rappers rapping together on a on a song, that's like the, that's like the pin the pinnacle of like the chem the chemistry for underground artists in my in my opinion. Not can't think can't think of many better duos than them two. Um, but they, yeah, nah, so sick. Xavier Wolf also got um, um, more sort of collabs with like different artists too. Like he's got he's got tracks with Blade, um, 
which obviously I love because I'm a bit, very big Blade fan. Um, but so I mean, the, there's a lot, there's 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 a, there's a lot to weigh up. But I think uh, I think I'm just impressed by how well they've all held up over time. Um, I mean, I, I guess the only exception to that would be like maybe Eddie Baker. I knew you were gonna say that. I just knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Eddie Baker's trash, but he hasn't. His music has not held up as well, and he doesn't have the same fan base. I don't think. It's not harder. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. He's definitely the last one I'd listen to out of, out of any of them guys. That's personal opinion of personal preference. The reviews held by Chris of One Away Mics are not. <laughs> <laughs> not. Yeah, yeah, are not reflective of the whole. We are, no, shout out, shout out Eddie for still being in the game. Um, and um, apparently he skips on shows a lot, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, damn. Yeah. Have you, have you, you heard the story from Clips about that? No. Oh, I know I did, I did, I did. Yeah. He told me, yeah. So that's, that's, I, I mean, I'm not saying that automatically makes him a bad person for skipping out on one show, but it is kind of, it is kind of scummy, isn't it? But luckily, Clips is a great artist, so he carried the whole shit by himself. <laughs> I didn't need any Baker, and Clips is better than any Baker anyway, so... There you go. Opinion set. <laughs> opinion set. And that's my opinion only. And also, I haven't even mentioned, to be fair with Chris Chavez, I haven't even mentioned Crunch Time yet. I haven't even mentioned Crunch Time. Which is a, a, a SoundCloud classic. Um, so See, I, but I hate that though. I hate that because people act like Chris has only made that one crunch time. No, he's, he's got he's got like fourteen, bro. <laughs> it was it was it was like it was like when um when the only popular Denzel song was like with people who were just getting into it was Ultimate, but now obviously people know him for his extremely boring middle of the road pitchfork music. So, uh, oh, yeah, I said it. Um, but yeah, it's a similar thing though, and it is like play ultimate, play uh, play crunch time. Like they've all got hits, you know. So definitely, uh, definitely a similar situation. But yeah, I think Chris has uh, again serious longevity in the in the game. So um, he'll probably continue for a while longer. I think um, we could have also thrown Rob Banks in this dis- in this discussion, but I like him more than any of those artists. Why? I just think he's the most interesting. Personal what? Um, <laughs> beat beat selection, uh, tape concepts. His voice, I think, is uh, is is not not like the perfect rap voice, but he has a very good voice for like the style of rap that he does. Um, and he can, he can he can rap his ass off too, Rob Rob Banks. He's a better rapper than anyone else that that I just mentioned. Yes, yeah, that's my. Mm. You know. You like Rob Banks, don't you? Yeah, I do, but it's, it's like he's made a lot of decisions that I wouldn't. <laughs> but at the same time, he's made a lot of decisions that I ain't seen coming and that are completely, like, like you said, like amazing. Like, seriously, like, only he could think and execute. Yes, only he could pull them off, exactly. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, Rob Banks. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the main discussion was Chris Chavez, who has, yeah, the new video out. Uh, fuck that shit. Go check that out. Um, but yeah, it, it is it is cool to see all these people from the the very early days of the scene still flourishing. 
is my point. So yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I'll let you lead the lead the way on the next topic because I don't know as much about it. So yeah, people talking about like Arsenal doing, or well, you know their fortunes as of late. Really not in the toilet. <laughs> right. It's so deep. How long? Um, you said they, they they hadn't won something in like a certain amount of time. Well, Arsenal haven't won a Premier League well since '04. Haven't won the FA Cup since 2014, was it? Or was it later than that? But still, yeah, the guys don't win anything. Damn. I really but The Knicks are in such a worse up position <laughs> that it's okay. Like, <laughs> 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 it's not that bad, though. Haven't won an NBA championship since 1973. That's embarrassing, I think. Well, I can't, I can't say that though, because I don't know anything about what well, what it takes to play. I know you've got to be like, you know, you you got to bring your A game. You got to you got to have star players on your team, basically, right? But yeah, um, 90, That's that's a long time to not win. It's not, it's not like they didn't have star players on their team in, in the 90s, like. I forgot who else was on the team. I think Charles Oakley was on the team as well, but Patrick Ewing, if you know him. Uh, mm, nah, that, that name doesn't ring a bell. Some, some, some oh of these my God. Okay, it's not important, but basically Patrick Ewing even had his own shoe. Okay. And then, so he, he was he was massive. Like, not everyone had their own shoe, like, called the Ewing, like, called the Jordan type of thing. You know? Oh, right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, the Knicks were big, and I guess that's why Spike Lee and Stephen A. Smith are lifelong supporters. But <laughs> <laughs> it's so dead. Yeah, you think? Do you think they'll ever win another one? Um, I mean, their closest opportunity came last summer. They were they could have signed basically KD. Kyrie, I think it was one other person. Oh, and Zion Williams, who was a rookie. All right. So he, he's like, he just turned 20 or 21. He's crazy. He's basically like Shaq. So imagine signing Shaq. Damn. Yeah. KD, who is basically better than LeBron James. And Kyrie, who used to be on LeBron James's team, is like amazing. He's basically like a, like a Messi. Oh, all right. So, if they got all those three players in the same month, which they could have done, so they probably... <laughs> so why didn't they? I don't even know. The worst thing is, they lost two of those players to next-door neighbours, to Brooklyn Nets. Oh. Damn. Is it just about making the best offer? Um, Something like that, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so I guess they weren't willing to give... Katie, what Brooklyn were willing to give. Well, that's uh, that's disappointing to hear, I guess. Um, I guess they fumbled their own chances. You know, this, this reminds me so much of Arsenal, though, because how many times you hear Arsenal had the chance to sign Ronaldo and Messi at 16 or 17 years old before anybody on the planet knew them, and he didn't. <laughs> you think you think they both learn? I mean. I don't know much about sport, but yeah, no, I do. I do know that Arsenal have like bad, very bad luck, and basically don't win anything. <laughs> I mean, I don't. 
my dad, my dad, and my whole family are basically like Wednesday supporters. So I mean, I, I, it's yeah, it's 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 uh, it's not it's not not the same, or or is it? I don't know. That's a good question, actually. When was that? Have Wednesday ever won like a? How do they do? Yeah, because I don't know the history. But yeah, Arsenal not doing too well. Not doing too well at all. So you support you support Tottenham. What? Well, you're from Tottenham. You're from Tottenham, though, aren't you? Yeah. So why Born don't? Raised. So why don't you support Tottenham? Why would I support Tottenham? I don't. I don't yeah. know how it works. I thought people just supported where they were from. Where they were from. But I don't know. I find English football boring. Like, there's no personality whatsoever. Oh, so you don't support anyone? Whatsoever. No, not any English. Ah, team. right. That makes That's sense. That's why I can laugh at the English teams because I'm not in. I'm not involved. <laughs> 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 I see. I, I didn't. I didn't realize. I was like, but if you did, you would support Tottenham, right? Or no, I don't know. If I did support a team, what in the Premier League? Uh, yeah. Someone who has a chance of winning, yeah. Someone who has a chance of winning. <laughs> I don't think there's a big really point in that. I have to actually like the team. Okay. But I liked Ever- I liked Everton when uh, Ross Barkley was there. Right. Okay. So I guess I like Chelsea because Ross Barkley, <laughs> <laughs> and because they have Pulisic as well. I see, I see. Okay. They have, they have Kante, who's cool. I know him. But I guess up front, lacking. Seriously lacking. I need to brush up on my knowledge. I don't know shit about football. But it's always interesting um, to hear about it. Because I was in work one day, which I've now quit, by by the way. Go me. Um, <laughs> I'm, now, I'm now unemployed. Um... So yeah, I, I was in work late one night, and this uh, this guy I worked with was telling me all about how much of an amazing player Messi is, and he was telling me all about it. It was quite it was quite an interesting conversation, and Ronaldo as well. Yeah, he he was going into detail about how their training regimes, and I was I was I was actually moderately interested, and definitely not just staring into space because it was like ten pm. So, <laughs> no, it was uh, no, it was, it is it, it was interesting. So definitely. Um, so something I wish I cared more about, like in innately, like I wish I woke up in the morning and was like, "Damn, I, I, I want to, you know, get involved in this." But unfortunately, uh, I'm not sure sport is 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 a me thing, which you, which anyone who knows me would probably have guessed already. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, nah, I can definitely see the parallels with what you're saying. Um, yeah. Moving on. Yep. Drake's album dropped and I didn't care. Uh, no, I didn't care. I didn't care either. I didn't care one bit. But he dropped a song with Kai. Yeah, I think I I said how I felt about that before. Yeah, that shit is not that shit is not it. Um, not it one bit. Oh shit. I will say that War has grown on me a little bit, but not a lot, and it's still a bit embarrassing. Okay, it's high. It's highly embarrassing, but as a song, it's not. It's as a song, it's not terrible. I just think the execution, the accent, 
even the yeah. music video everything is so fucking corny yeah just and cringe yeah um but was is that is that more cringe or was the was the patois on controller more cringe I mean the patois on controller wasn't that bad but whatever the fuck you be doing now no I think he put I think I think he actually put for all the hate views get, although I see it's been kind of reevaluated recently, because I remember at the time everyone hated that album. Yeah. Um, but now. Anyway. Well, yeah, exactly. But now everyone's like, oh, I remember Summer 16 when Views came out. God, that was a good album. I missed that. I'm Drake. like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, compared to what compared to the shit he's dropping now, it is a really good album. But um, <laughs> Views is twenty <laughs> Views is twenty songs long, man, and it's so bloated. It's crap. And full of filler, yeah. There's, I like you with me. On views, that's one of the songs I like. Because um, a good, a good, a good for a good forty beat is never a bad thing. But there's, yeah, there's just too much fucking filler on views. Anyway, um, people are always longing for like an older version of an artist, and I think Drake is the perfect example of that. But then again, his music does serious numbers still to this day. Um, as it should. As well, yeah. And his featuring featuring him on a song is like a guaranteed um, hit. Bang <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. I can't I can't think of any examples where someone's featured Drake and the song was actually flopped. Not since twenty fifteen, anyway. That also has a lot to do with his personal choice. Though he's not like he's just handing out a verse like to just any song. <laughs> nah, not at all. Not at all. Um, obviously he'll. He'll do one. He'll probably do one for Rihanna under any circumstance. Um, but oh, Rihanna, I love you. <laughs> yeah, the guys, guys, the guys, more than a bit cringe, really, isn't he? When you when you weigh it down. But I don't go. Don't go. People are surprised by that. Like his his whole his whole career is just him simping. He was he was the he was the OG simp before simping was even a word. It's a bit mental. Um, but yeah, his 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 tape wasn't good. The Mexico Drow track wasn't 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 much cop. Um, you know, um, I do What's quite the like OG version. Huh? Oh, that's the OG version of Pain nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Yeah, a lot lot better. So much better. I was gonna say Desires is actually pretty good. I will say that much. I quite like that one. Um, uh, with the future you know does this thing um i'm actually i thought life is good was going to be on there but then i peeped that it's actually on future's album which comes out on friday so Ooh. yep that just got that just got announced did you see the track list no. oh, I'll, I'll show you i'll show you now because it's a bit it's a bit crazy well because you know he's been dropping like a few singles here and there yeah. um they're all at the end of the tape so my guess is like that they're bonus tracks. So the six, there's 21 songs, but after the 16th song, it's "Life Is Good," uh, "Last Last Name with Lil Dirk," which was a single, "Tycoon," "Hundred Shooters with Meek," and the "Life Is Good" remix. Um, and they will come out. Whereas the first 16 are all new tracks, um, and it's got features from uh, Travis, uh, Youngboy, uh, Thug, Uzi. So. Should be good, and the album's called High Off Life. High Off Life. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be that. I'm actually really looking, really, really looking forward to that. Um, I don't know what your opinion on uh, his last album was. I don't even know what that last album was. Uh, the Wizard. 
the wizard. I listened to a little bit of that, don't really care for it too much. But he released a video quite recently, which is on the lastvirtue.com website, on the blog. Um, I like that. So if that, if that video is on this tracklist. What, vid- uh, what video was it? Can you can you remember? Was it was it Tycoon? It might have been Tycoon. Yeah. Well, it's like it's the only solo single he's done recently. So I think that I think I think that'll have been it. But um, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that song. That song was tough, but yeah, sixteen brand new future songs. You know, I can't wait to hear him and him and him wow. and Uzi haven't rapped together in ages. Actually, that's not true because he was on the um, EA Deluxe. But that's like an old song though. They, they haven't put out a new song in like quite a while. So very much, very much looking forward to that. Um, but yeah. Also, while while we're here talking about upcoming projects, um, Young Glean's new album comes out on Friday. I mean, it's been leaked for ages, but um, <laughs> I'm really, really looking forward to that. Are you much of a Young Glean fan? Uh, not really, no. That's that's fair enough. His his style has changed so much. It's I actually... mean, I've come in and gone out like since the James Van strip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure he hates at this point. You know. I don't know why it stands out to me still. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he like hates the whole uh, the bucket hat um, uh, aesthetic. Oh, you started it, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he was he was responsible for so many people in my sixth form changing their handles to like sad girl or something, oh, or like young some young underscore something or Arizona something, you know. Uh, yeah, his. You know his his new album was meant to have a Carty feature, you know. Oh shit! But they cut it at the last minute, and I I reckon it's because Carty's label told him to. Why? What would they do something like that? Well, I don't know. The song was called the the leaked version's out there. The song is called Yeo. Um, and it, it leaked a, it leaked a minute ago. But when people actually got the track list, their only feature was Ariel Pink. So so they were like, oh well, there's no Carty, there's no Carty on this album. Which kind of sucks, um, because yeah. it's it did sound like a good song um, in the preview, um, and I, I remember how hard Travis Scott went on his collab with with Lean. So not that that was when he was actually rapping, rapping. So that was um, that was that was cool. But yeah, Young Lean's new album comes out Friday. Uh, kind of detracted off the original point of Drake, but yeah, lots of some good some good new stuff coming out. Definitely. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't give a shit about Drake at this point, mate. No. <laughs> just don't. I just don't care. It's just. It's just. Nah. It's just. It's just cringe. It's mad cringe. But it won't last forever, though. The whole biting off, off our scenes and stuff, off drill. It won't last forever. He'll get bored of it. <laughs> as he always does. Yeah. Um, so the next topic was about Pharrell, wasn't it, mainly? Or actually about NSG. Right, okay. And the, the, sim- the similarities. Yeah, because, um, I mean, J5 doesn't produce all of their songs. Does, oh. No. See, I didn't know that. I, assu- I assumed he would. Yeah. <laughs> Like their sounds are very similar, you would think that all their songs are produced by him, but not. 
Is it most of them though? Uh, I've got quite a few. I'm trying to think of like the biggest ones they put out. Surely, nah, because um, ah, oh, what's the 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 oh, the bloody? You know what? I haven't I haven't listened to, to them in ages. But what's like what's like a big song by them? Um, what options? Yeah, options with with yeah yeah with uh, Tion Wayne. Yeah. yeah um, that was that was produced by um, J Five. That's 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 the one I was trying. That's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. He. Um, but it's not it's not actually all of them. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Learned something new today. Um, the cap. The four. The four count thing. Uh, I never really noticed they do that a lot. But do you, do you think that's inspired by Pharrell? Um, I'm not sure. But it goes it goes well with the Nesties, mm. the music videos. Definitely. It's n- yeah, and like <laughs> yeah, people have caught on, which is really cool. I just hope that they don't like, I guess, take the source from it. Like, no, nah, because nah, Pharrell is someone that is hard to replicate. I think. Um, Never heard anyone make a Pharrell side beat, for example. Um, I think I think his stuff is just well. I should a say, what? Uh, Pharrell... Tyler's whole life. Huh? Tyler's whole life. Oh, fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's actually very true. <laughs> that's actually very very true. Yeah, you're right. I should have said Neptune's uh, side beat, actually. But yeah. Um, no, you're right. You're right. You're so. You're actually so right. That's crazy. Basically, everything from. Even from Bastard, actually, yeah, he was he was just aping Pharrell like crazy, yeah. And still, still does, <laughs> still does. Although, well, we spoke, we spoke, we spoke about Igor before. I guess, I guess he does still ape Pharrell. Um, but now that he's worked with him, and also Kanye, who is an, who is another obvious influence. Um, yeah, damn. Well, he'll probably. Just take it in a more like film film soundtrack direction. I can I can see I can feel like that's where it's going. Possibly. Um, yeah. Anyway, for for Pharrell, of course, um, legend in the game. Um, the fork the fork count thing is not something I even noticed in about his music for ages. You know, until someone pointed it out. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> every, almost, <laughs> well, it's not every song, but it is almost every song he's produced. Um, yeah. In the last decade. Um, which is quite impressive. Like "All Right" is a good example, um, uh, or the, I know I noticed it on the the Schoolboy Q track on Oxymoron that Pharrell produced. Um, I wish I could remember the name of it. It had J. It had J. Rock on it. Uh, let me look that up. It counts. It 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 had the the counting was so mean on that. It was called "Loss Loss Awesome." Um, that's and that's and that's another song I first noticed it on, and then um, Feds Feds watching by Two Chains man, so many so many hits, um, by Pharrell he can go he he can go toe to toe with anyone I think, in terms of hits, like def definitely. Or in the soundtrack. Yeah, I think so. Well, not any. Mm. Well. Oh yeah. Yeah, m- most people more like like. People always say Pharrell and Timbaland, right? But Pharrell's got that easy. I think. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think Timbaland has um, 
maybe a more unique production style actually but I think Pharrell can I think Pharrell's just had more just more hit I, mean, I, I say that but Timberland's produced some crazy shit but the array of artists I mean both of them for one but Clips Khalees yeah Teriyaki Boys Busta Rhymes <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z <laughs> yeah you're right uh, Daft Punk yeah Daft Punk yeah I mean I wasn't really a fan of them songs but yeah but they were big they were huge so yeah huge. yeah massive sound of the sound of the summer as that one Lemmy that one Lemmy tweet says but yeah um yeah nah you're right but I mean Timbo's got JT Nelly Furtado some recent Pusha T stuff too actually which I didn't realise till I checked the credits he did the, he did a couple cuts on Darkest Before Dawn um uh, Jay as well. Yeah, and Jay as well. Also, I'm sure Timbo's done some Khalees too. I'm sh- I think I think they were both working with a lot of the same artists at one point. Because obviously, Frill did most of Justified uh, by JT, and Timbo did most of Future Sex Love Sounds. Um, yeah. So that 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 must have been a really cool era for anyone who like was into the more well because they they both like brought like that sound to pop and made it so they're both pioneers of their their respective of their genre um but pharrell i mean (laughs) timberland like for example this 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 is an example about timberland fumbles the bag do you remember when him and ski were gonna have a tape yeah it just never happened which is like a huge massively missed opportunity in my opinion it could still happen though. It well, I mean it was like it was like four years ago it got announced, but yeah. It could still it could still it could still happen. Um they did get that one track with offset on a Timbo beat though, that was that was nice. Um but yeah it might be like the chronic though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be like um Detox, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um fucking hell. Sorry, yeah, yeah, no, I, I knew what I knew what I knew I knew what, I knew what you meant. <laughs> so, oh my god, you, you know something I was listening to the other day. I, I'm actually gonna put this down as um, I'm I'm gonna do a very haterish thing and say this is one of the worst songs I I actually realized this is, this is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Um, and you reminded me when you said detox. You ever heard the game Martians versus Goblins? <laughs> yeah, God. With Wayne and and Tyler. Tyler. God, bruh. That song is awful. <laughs> he says, he says, he was, he says like, because you know how the game literally just his whole raps are just like, I, I hung out with Dre, then I hung out with Snoop. Like that's his whole his whole lyrics are just he hangs out with other people. He knows other people. Um, yeah. And then in that song, he like talks about sucking Erica Badu's pussy like one ton soup. And it's just it was it was I just the imagery was just too much. I was like. Like, I, throw throw Rihanna in front of a train for what? He was trying. He was trying too hard to be like a horrorcore artist. He was trying. Well, he's basically seeing what Tyler did in his verse and trying to replicate that. Yeah, but t- Tyler's verse didn't sound forced. Tyler's verse, like, even when he said Bruno Mars is sucking dick and fucking male butt, that didn't sound. <laughs> that didn't Wait, sound. No, an old man. That didn't sound weird. But I mean, Ronald old man, he's been doing that style for a long time. Can't just jump in the style and suddenly expect to get it right. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, that, that song just particularly awful, I think. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. But 
It reminded me because there's the lyric where Tyler says you got a better chance of getting a copy of Detox. That's why that reminded me. But yeah, that song that song is uh, is very bad. It's one of his worst attempts at like. It was like a hey fellow kids moment. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did the Definitely. same. He did the same thing with Kendrick on um, one of their collabs. Just literally tried to rap like Kendrick. Like, bro, you got your. You you have a style. Just use it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He does on some. I don't know why people think that he does. He does on hate. I don't know where this came from. Nah, nah, right. Fifty wrote a lot of his early music. We all we all know this, right? And and (laughs) and he had three features on his first album. Yeah. But on hate it or love it, the game. Fifty took that off his album and gave it to the game. But the game doesn't sound like Fifty online. Like so yeah. After that, he has a <laughs> fine, fine. No, you're to- you're to- you're totally right. You're to- you 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 are. Is 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 that actually true that he took he took it off his album? Yeah. I mean that doesn't surprise me because he he does he does the hook and like two verses. So. I swear they had like five days to turn it in, and Dre gave it to Fifty. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Kiss, uh, was it a documentary, whatever. Yeah, the documentary. I used to think that was hard when I was young. I was like. When I learned, same. It wasn't really a big surprise. It's like, wow, this guy. I think he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he does. After that first album, nothing. <laughs> there's so nothing many like. <laughs> there's so many like, like the fact that on like on dreams, which is a fine song, um, but you know, like the fact that he doesn't even like fact check his own lyrics when he says, "I was in the coma 2001," but at the same time, Dre dropped 2001. Well, that that yeah. was that wasn't two thousand and one though. That was nineteen ninety nine. So that word didn't make sense, and it's, I still heard it. And just exactly, and no one thought to say, exactly, and no one thought to say actually, bro. Um, uh, it wasn't it wasn't two thousand and one when you said that. <laughs> and he just yeah, and you're totally right. He just rips off other artists. He had two songs with Nate Dogg on there, got washed. Yeah, the game is not a good artist, man. But he does. He is a, He is. He does have the. Um, I guess maybe the funds or like the influence to get a good list of guests on his album. So his guests, his albums always have good features, like uh, like Kendrick on uh, the Red album. Um, he had Future on one of his late on one of his latest ones. Yeah, just just got to say West Coast doing your album ten times, bro. And that's right. Yeah, pretty Man much. Up here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got we <laughs> yeah. Um, right, let's move on past the game. He's not he's not worth talking about this much. Um, no, actually, on around around uh, Holy Water times, his song Holy Water. Oh yeah, he, he he could have made a comeback. It was yeah, he came back strong. It was something nice, something different. I just think his. I definitely think people don't care anymore. <laughs> they just don't like his. What's his What's his biggest recent song? Maybe One Hundred with Drake. That's probably yeah, the biggest recent it's song. Huge. And that is a huge song because Drake's on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Drake, and Drake sounds like he's half asleep on that song. So really good song, though. Really good song. Yeah, no, it is, it is. It is actually a really good song. You know that beat? I was so shocked when I found out that beat was Cardo and not 40. Because it sounds exactly like a 40 beat. And yeah. yeah. And yeah, it was Cardo. Shout out Cardo. One of the best. Und- underrated. Um, but yeah. Yeah, he's he's basically the game is not a good enough artist to deserve all the beats and features he, he gets. But I mean, 
keep keep doing your thing, man. <laughs> keep doing your thing. And we had a good start in the game. That's why. Yeah, he did. He had he had some. I mean, I'm not surprised he was flaunting the cosines. That they were huge cosines, but at the same time, like now, man, no. Right. Okay. Uh, Next topic is the Blade and Echo live um, thing, which was. uh, Did you watch that when it aired live? Or did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Crazy, (laughs) man. Echo Echo Two K, man. It's from another planet. That guy's that guy is uh, is God. Music his music is incredible. I think. Not I don't so. even know much about him or Blade and Dream Gang. You, you don't really know like, much about him. Not really. I mean, I heard about him for the last like three four years, but mm. I haven't paid too much attention to the music. I mean, obviously, Cray and the Blade's tune caught my eye. That shit was so hard. Uh, you mean Blue? Blue, yeah. yeah, 3D's on the beat, crazy song. Crazy, uh, absolutely crazy. That's actually their four, uh, fifth, cl- fifth song. Yeah, together. Yeah. Um, yeah. They got a series of great tracks. So yeah, um, seven, seven roses is my favorite Blade and Craig song. Um, or Friday night. They've been to, been to America how many times and performed? Like four uh, times. A good, a good, a good few. A good few. He def he def he definitely prefers London though and England in general. Um, but in terms of Drain Gang, for a bit a bit of history for anyone who doesn't know, they origi- they originally went by Gravity Boys. Um, they changed it about twenty fifteen, I think twenty twenty sixteen maybe. Um, and um, when they first started out, which is when I first started listening to them, like back in twenty uh, like late mm, late twenty thirteen, when I started listening to them and Lean. Um, and their their early stuff, which includes songs like Bleach, people may have heard Bleach, um, had the wavy music video uh, where they've where they've got the face masks on. Actually, ironically, um, uh, proper good proper good music. Nothing really nothing really sounded like that. I guess the only other thing that was similar at the time was like um, I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't don't really think there was anything different actually. Um, because Lean was like kind of riding like a little B wave in a sort of way. Yeah. Um, but like in terms of Blade and Echo, they were very different. But now they've like done something totally different with their with their sound. Um, what did you think of the other live then? If you're not too familiar. It was really interesting. I loved the lights. The yeah. whole set was crazy. It was cool. It made me glad I didn't have epilepsy. I'll tell you that. The fucking lights were crazy. <laughs> It was like, it was like being in a game almost. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Nah. Echo's, Echo set was definitely the more interesting one. Where he was like harmonising over so oh man. It was crazy. Yeah. It was insane. Um, nah, I, def- I, def- I definitely think um, those guys are just going to get bigger and bigger too. Because Blade obviously is like quite a big artist now, you know. They're huge. Yeah, yeah. They've got songs with uh, Blade's got a track with uh, Charlie XCX that's not come out. Um, so that would really expand his fan base. He's been working with like the PC Music crowd, you know, Hannah Diamond, that type of them type of guys, and um, and he still has roots in the, in the underground. Hence, like he did the Ten Cell Phones feature a couple of years ago, um, yeah. which was uh, what, actually one of my favourite songs by Ten Cell Phones. Um, 
So shout out, definitely shout out to Blade. He's been one of my favorite artists for 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 years now. But um, have you ever heard a Blade album, man? Uh, yeah, I listened to a few. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you hear Echo's album though? Um, probably not. No. That's probably well. If you liked any of the songs in the live, most of them are on there. Um, it's all produced by uh, by Good, Young Good. Think yeah. it's just think it's just good now, but yeah, he uh, he's one of the best. He's one of the he he doesn't get met like good Sherman and White Armor don't get mentioned in best producer conversations enough. Probably because they don't well, really. I see it in the com- what I see in the comments all the time on KTT on YouTube oh. comments for like the last six mm-hmm. seven years. Like, mm. People just really be talking about uh, Young Good and White Armor for real. Okay, fair like, enough. I remember when Sand started producing like. This is 2013, mm. so it was like Cemetery Blunt's time. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that was oh, that was kind of the pinnacle. Like Good and White Armor was like the pinnacle. Fair enough, fair enough. I think what I'll say is then I think the people who are making beats now, um, like recent people who start who start started out and maybe you're on Twitter, like you see a lot. You see a lot of like bladers trash type talk, and I understand that. Yeah. But I, I don't think people pay enough respect to the producers. The production. Yes. Even, yeah. even if they don't like the vote, which I can understand because a white bloke singing in a, in a Swedish accent with autotune is not going to be appealing to everybody. Um, although he has very much... His sound is much more commercial now. Like If you listen to his older shit, like My Magic is Strong. Have you, have you ever heard that song? Uh, I think so. It's so fucking... That's, that's a weird song. That's like think of the weirdest shit you can think of, like early, um, like bloody hell, like early um, Metro Zoo or some shit, like you know some little B tapes. Yeah. Like my magic is strong is just as weird as any of that shit. It's just such a bizarre song, and why am I produced that? But he also like his recent stuff is so like smooth and clean. So yeah, those those guys have come a long way, come a long long way. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So that's about. I could go on for days about about Blade and Co. But so I think we'll we'll leave we'll leave that one there. Um, so next topic is Pierre Bourne. Um, so obviously, probably I mean one of the most recognisable producers on the planet right now. Um, he's 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 still. I've no I've noticed this. I mean, have you have you heard his actual music? Yeah, a little bit. What do you what do you think of it? It's interesting. It's very him. Mm. He's got his own lane. I mean, he seems to be like happy. I guess. Yeah, that's the impression. And he's it. he's consistent. Very. Um, almost to the point where like I can't like if I'm listening to was it the Life of Pierre Four that just came out? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I there's very few songs I can like pick out to listen to individually because it is all very samey. That's not a bad thing though, because it's like it's like it's like mood music, isn't it? No yeah. one's no one's putting that on to like, like oh man, this slaps so hard. Like I don't I don't I don't I don't think so anyway. But Pierre, I, I think it was like a complex article or something, and they just called Pierre a producer, and I get it because that's what he's mostly known for. Like everyone knows the the beat the beat tag. He's famous for producing for Carti mainly, you know, Mag- 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 Magnolia in particular. For anyone who doesn't know who Pierre Bourne is who's listening to this, I would hope I would hope you do. Um, 
and also lots of nudie stuff. Um, who else has he, has he worked with? He worked with 21, Uzi. Um, big, big names, man. Big, big names. Um, he even worked on one of, on one of, uh, on one of Kanye's albums. Um, uh, the the Yay album, the really short one. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's a big name in the business. But anyway, Complex or Fader or whoever it was called him like just a producer and he, he was like mad about that because he's trying to be known as an artist um but i don't know i think i think it, there'll need to be more time before people see him as an artist if that makes sense i don't know if you i don't know if you agree because he's just so recognizable as a producer but yeah i guess so even though I mean, he's a sticky one yeah he's been rapping this whole time that's the thing like Life of PS4. <laughs> like, we didn't just start at 4. <laughs> He's been rapping for time, but nobody give a shit, basically, until... You know what would change that? If he got, like, a Migos feature or something. <laughs> he probably doesn't want to do that, though, you know? He probably doesn't... He, prob he probably wants to keep it, like... Like, there was no features on that, Life of PS4. He probably doesn't... He, that's probably not what he wants. Like, he, c he could easily get, like, car carty features. Easily. Maybe. I think he could. I think it depends what he's planning. But... Like well, he wants to be known for his name and like doing his music. And I don't know, branch out and work with people. You're naming people he's worked with, but uh, I guess the general public haven't seen those videos or whatever. Yeah. No, I think I think so. I think I don't know. I get I get the impression he's like quite a quite a solo, not like a like quite a singular artist. Um, I think he's quite proud of his stuff. Like he he promotes his videos heavily. Um, and I don't know. I just I don't think I don't think that he would put a whole bunch of features on the tape. But you never know because he he made um he made the tape with Cardo where he rapped on Cardo beats. Which went quite under the radar, actually. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's in it's in it's in it's interesting. We'll have to see. Maybe he'll drop like a proper album. You know. Um, I guess the Life of Pierre Four was an album, though. Is what is what it says here, anyway. Six, yeah. Sixteen songs entirely produced by him. I mean, it is quite it's quite impressive, and it de it debuted at one hundred and seven on the Billboard two hundred. Not not bad. Not bad, crazy. not bad at all, considering like nobody knew who he was like a year before that. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's definitely he's 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 come a long way. Um, but his music, I'm not saying it's not interesting, but it appeals to a very certain crowd. And I think, I think, I think you're right that he needs to put features on his shit um, to blow up, like a, like as an artist, which is weird because you'd think with the Pierre Bourne tag. People would listen to him, but I guess he's just not the artist Carty is. Like in terms of his yeah. appeal, he's not as like he's. Well, he's pro he's probably a bit more of a serious artist than Carty, because because we all know Carty just does whatever. Like <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't really care. But Pierre like spent years making Life of Pierre for, like perfecting it, crafting it. He promised it would drop like five times before it did. Um, yeah. All to make sure it was perfect. So. We will have to we'll have to wait and see what he does <laughs> with his next release. Yeah, but yeah, shout out Pierre, shout out Pierre for not for being for actually being a decent producer, like 
for being someone that doesn't just start rapping because they succeed as a producer. Because uh, yeah. who started doing that? Ronnie J started doing that. That shit was awful. Um, <laughs> it was. It was. Come on, it was. It really, it really was. Anyway, <laughs> someone else started doing that. It wasn't. Mur- it wasn't Murder Beats. It wasn't Murder Beats. It was someone like that though. Southside isn't. Southside's an okay rapper. I'll say. I'll say that. Oh, yeah, not he. He he goes by somewhere else when he raps. Young Sizzle. Young Sizzle. Yeah, yeah. He he had a Carty feature on his tape, um, but n- nobody. But again, like nobody listens to Southside for raps. They listen to him for his beats. So <laughs> anyway, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough said there. What's the next topic? Um, well, I thought with uh, Chris Fresh. Mafia. You know that's weird because like as soon as I said South said like yeah actually that's very that's very that's very true because he did um Fetty and and what and what and one more he did he did another one Playboy Fresh Freestyle yeah Playboy yeah yeah sure there's one more yeah he did all of them he did all he did all of them um Fetty obviously yeah great beat that Chris Fresh I don't know. I don't know why certain members of 808 Mafia aren't promote aren't promoted more, you know. Like, who knows? Like, I'm not I'm not saying it's just Southside and TM88 hogging the limelight, but it, <laughs> but it is kind of just Southside and TM88 hogging the lamp hogging the limelight. What now? Well, I don't I don't know now, honestly. I don't I don't even know. I don't even know. Honestly, who's who's what's even the full lineup? Southside Lex was it fun? Is Lex is Lex Luger still a member of 808 Mafia? Surely not. I don't know. Nah, I mean, he's not. It says Farmer. Nah. Yeah. He founded it. Mm. Um. Team 88 D Y R. To be fair, D D Y isn't promoted as much. He's either, but he but his, some of his stuff is the best. Like his work with um his work with um oh fuck. He's got some work with Lil Keed that's really good. He was on. He had, he had quite a few beats on that Rob Banks tape, Molly Will. That was really cool. Um, Tar- Tarantino did uh, March Madness. So, shout out to Tarantino. And MP808, I honestly can't even tell you a beat by him. <laughs> what did he What did he produce? Oh, he did Yamborghini Dream. That's cool. With, T- with TM88. Um, sure. That's pretty much the only notable thing on here, unfortunately. Oh, he did Seven Rings by Future. That's quite an underrated one, actually. Off the Evil, off the Evil album. But yeah, Eight Way Mafia have a great production lineup, definitely. But um, are they as like you know are they as exciting as they were before? No, you know, probably not. Uh, well, cause like mixtape days like that are over, isn't it? Yeah, long like, gone. Live mixtapes. Long gone. That piff. Yep. Like the old days, Brit Squad. Sad, sad times. Crazy. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, that sort of that sort of production style isn't even really in at the moment, though, is it? Like, nah. it, it, it was big. It, it was probably into like, till like maybe Pierre came in the game, um, Murder Beats, um, Ronnie J. All these people make different styles of beats, but like, if someone wants a hard beat, you know, who are they gonna go to? Probably, probably. Ronnie, maybe, maybe. If the, if they're like, if there's someone like that makes similar music to like X or Ski or Denzel, yeah. probably go for Ronnie beats. 
Um, yeah, it's a bit mental, isn't it? But you know, maybe the, maybe the glory days aren't fully over. Uh, we'll have to wait. No, definitely not. Um, so the next topic was you. This was this was one of yours because um, I didn't even know this ha- this happened. The the Welcome to Screwston uh, documentary. Yeah, by uh, Vision Four K, where it got taken down. So it was re-uploaded recently. Um, yeah, you guys need to check that out. This one is YouTube, uh, Vision 4K. Yep. Welcome to Screwston. Basically what? about um, history of like Houston, Houston music from like the Ghetto Boys. Mm-hmm. You know, founding Rapalot Records, leading up to um, you know the originator, DJ Screw. Mm-hmm. Uh, founding of SUC, Screw Up Click. I think Lil Hawk. I think Lil Lil uh, Lil flips in it as well. I think. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Zero. All Big that. Man, Zero. Yeah. yeah. Um, Southern rap is Lil so Earth. so deep, so much to explore. Um, why did it get taken down though? Uh, I don't know. Maybe copyright infringement. I have no idea. <laughs> Mad. Cool, cool that Vision up, re-uploaded it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it was really informative. Yeah, I mean, um, I feel like it's the one, like, even though the South has influenced so much stuff, um, and it probably remains the most popular type of rap, really. Like, m- most of the biggest rappers of the last decade have been Southern. I think, I think that's safe to say. Um, yeah. Um, Outcast especially Future Yeah Yeah Future Thug 21 Savage You name it Yeah Yeah These are they, Like Mainly Mainly, mainly yeah, no, 21 Savage from here <laughs> oh, Okay Yeah True Yeah Yeah Very very true 21, 21 Savage is English so we, we get We get that one Um, But yeah 21 Migos Yeah Atlanta in particular At one, at one point in time Was like The you know the epicenter for like popular popular music, not just rap. Popular music. Yeah, I, I mean, Ghana, little baby. Mm-hmm. All the all the YSL signees, you know, that have had a couple hits. Key, Gotti. You know, Carty, no, Not Gotti. A way mafia. Got it. Yeah, Carty, of course. Yeah, man, so much stuff, but um. The bot. The bottom line is, um, people still don't know that much about the history. You know, like, like I mean, I know people know about like UGK and Three Six, and uh, you know. No, Mike Jones, Slim Thug. The big, the big Paul names. Wall. Yeah, Paul, Paul Wall, man, still, still an icon. Um, people know, people know about them, but like, I feel like they don't know the full history, and a lot of people don't know about DJ DJ Screw. So. Um, even though people have tried that, you know, there's so many artists pay pay homage to Screw. Yeah. I mean, Travis Scott was the most immediate example, like purely based off the title alone. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so many artists like reference banging Screw, you know, in it's just it's just like it's such a common thing, but yet people don't really people don't clock on though. I don't I don't think. Like, I'm, I'm like, how many how many people actually listen to Screw tapes? Because if I'm being honest. 
I know I don't. Like I respect it I and don't. it's cool. Nah, I just can't. Oh, shit. I I can put it. I can put it on for a bit, but I can't put on like an hour of that shit. No, you're crazy. I know, I don't. I, I, there's something there's something in me that can't fully appreciate chopped and screwed music, I think. But, that being said, I recognise how insanely creative it is. And how, like, without without chopped and screwed, where would, where would rap be today? It would not be in the same place. Not even close to the same place. It was m- massively influential. So, what would it based off, like, the sounds, though? Like, I remember, like, the NASA mixtapes. Yep. This shit was so crazy. Just hearing all that stuff, like moments of love, chopped and screwed, Sade. Like I want to fuck Sade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it it's um. There's so many, so many of people's favorite artists. Um, are massively indebted to Screw and his sound. Um, yeah. And I, I I've 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 listened to quite a few different tapes. Um. And each of them is entirely different. You know, each of them has, each of them, you know, he, he was just so good at making the song sound, like, completely different to their original. Even if it was like, even if it was like a recognisable song, like, um, oh, what, what, what Dre, what Dre track was it he did on, um, Three in the Morning? I think, I think, I think it was Three in the Morning. I don't remember, but, but that's obviously, it was a super recognisable track. Um, yeah. Because he didn't just he didn't just screw the sun stuff either, which I thought was cool, you know. Um, yeah. He was he was unifying all the coasts on that stuff. Uh, which That's is crazy you say that. Yeah. Because like when I when I first started rapping, I was listening to uh, Freestyle Mafia, Dr Dre, and DJ Screw. Like those were my first albums. Like That's I was like, like, okay, I need to start writing raps. <laughs> <laughs> and then we listened to these. Yeah. So I was listening to what's it called a nigga with a gun. Mm-hmm. The DJ Screw version. Shit was so crazy. I think that's the one. That's the one. That's the one I was, was trying that... to think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It is it, it just turns it into something completely like completely unrecon not unrecognizable, but like something so different. Like the vibe is so much like I don't know, so much more intense. And he used to add stuff like really subtle things too. That you'd never yeah. notice until future listens. So, to be honest, to be to be honest, the amount I'm going on about this, I, I really do need to try to get more into it. But you know what? I just, I, I just, I have a really bad. I've kind of got a bad attention span. Like, not really, not really bad. Like, I can listen to a forty-five minute album, no problem. But I don't know for some reason. Uh, for some reason, I'm just, I'm just one of them people. But um, screw legend. Absolute legend. Um, if you don't know who Screw is, look him up. Bang one of his tapes. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, screwed up, screwed up. Click. You know, half them, half them guys are dead now, sadly. But um, there was an amazing lineup of artists. Uh, big, big Hawk, um, Big Mo, all the big guys. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Pimp C. R.I.P. Yeah, Pimp C, Mo, Hawk, Screw. Um, Fat, fat Pat also bloody hell Pat, yeah. they're all gone man it's yeah. crazy um, I'm glad that Zero is still kicking around though he's uh, he's he's like um, and Trey and Trey the Truth as, as well they, truth, yeah. they both still get they both still get their um, features in uh, here and there still put on for their for their cities um, I will say if you've if you've ne- if you've never heard "Swang" by Trade by Trey the Truth, you go check that out too. That is absolutely essential listening. Um, I'm, I'm on. 
with uh, Wiz Khalifa and Play the Truth. Oh, that that is a good one. Is that is that is that is that is that one where he has like a series of them? Yeah. And every time he has one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because every time like the third one had like Kevin Gates on it and shit. And but yeah, no, no. The 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 first the first one is good. <laughs> but he put he put like ten people on the on the on the third one. Um, honestly, fucking hilarious. But uh, yeah, Trey Trey is Trey is a legend. Um, so Slim Thug. Yeah. Shout out Mike Jones. Mike Jones. <laughs> Swisher House. ESG. <laughs> All of them, man. All of them. Uh, and, and UGK, of course, as we said, Pimp C. Bumby, still a legend. Um, Bumby, make, Bumby makes some questionable choices about his own music, but, you know, I can respect it. It's, um... Did you, did you, did, did, did you peep that Bumby and Gig song? No. Yeah. Bumby and Gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, on his, like, on his latest album. <laughs> on whose latest album? Gigs. On Bumby's latest. On Bumby's latest. Bumby's Wait, I suppose it's not. It's not that weird because because they got a couple of tracks with Dizzy, don't they? Yeah, because I know Bumby and Dizzy are friends. So they have been for like years. That's 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 really, that's really cool. <laughs> I I think. Um, yeah, like more than twenty years. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, like, because all the features on this latest Bumby album are actually quite you know standard. Like, you got Ti, Big Crit. Some thug, two chains, run the jewels, Ugh, run the jewels. Sure. But uh, and and then uh, you know what I mean? nah, boring bo- 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 as fuck. Every song sounds the same. I'd rather they just perform separately. Anyway, or LP. Yeah, LP's LP's good, but I don't want to. Yeah. But like, I'm more of a fan of like original Def Jux LP, like Cannibal Ox. Obviously, Cannibal Ox, hence One Away Mics. Um, beats, um, company flow, that stuff. Um, I don't really like his rapping very much either, as a as, as a as a rule as a rule of thumb. But yeah, we can we can get we can get into that some other time. Run the jewels four coming out soon <laughs> if anyone who gives a shit. Um, and then but yeah, and then Giggs is on it, which is pretty which is pretty cool. Um, they yeah, but the South man legends, legends man. Absolute legends. Some of the best uh, music to ever exist came out of the south of America. Definitely. Um, speaking of which... Shout out Houston as well. Definitely. Oh, definitely I've heard, Texas. Yep. It's uh, a lot of the... A lot of... Like I said, a lot, lot of rap's best music. Period. Again, as you Americans for would real, say. For yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of which, the south, uh, the crunchy black... Uh, was it the Vlad? In- it was the Vlad interview we were going to talk about, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure if the full version is out, but definitely a lot of uh, parts are out of the full version. I haven't watched He's any. He's saying of them. a lot. Um, what was he saying? What what sort of stuff was he talking about? <sighs> I mean, he's been talking about like apparently, like he was getting told by some pretty big names. I think Ti might have been one of them. Like. T.I. was wanting to get a song signed. Okay. And T.I. told him basically, like, DJ Paul and Juicy J were kind of holding him back. They were, like, stopping him from being on a song, saying, like, if you want country back, yeah, he comes with 3 6 Mafia, so. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I mean, I knew those guys were kind of, like, dickheads like that. 
Like I know they've done some stuff like that. That's why. That's why they all. That's why they all fell out over shit like that. But that's yeah. uh, still surprising to hear, though. But at the same time, he's talking about like he'd kill anyone for Paul. Like, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd kill someone for Paul and get away with it. Is what he said. Wow. I bet Vlad loved that. Oh, of course. <laughs> Vlad was like, so, yeah, so, where were you when that happened? Yeah. Fucking Vlad. Um, yeah, Crunchy Black, you know, um, is one of them artists where, like, he's like, he's, he's like, he's like Silt the sh- like Shocker. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's shit. But he, but, the, like... What? No, 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 no! Everyone says that. I'm not saying that. Everyone says like that was that like, that was like a thing. Is that what they say about Crunchy Black? Yeah, everyone was always like. I know what they say about Shock. Yeah, no, no. Everyone, everyone, everyone always said Crunchy Black was the shit one in three six. Definitely, I honestly. Said that about Paul. Nah. Well, <laughs> I just, I just, I just know I've seen a lot of people. I've seen a lot of like people saying Crunchy. You know, I always thought Crunchy was the shit one, um, but. He's actually kind of decent, you know, like stuff like stuff like that. Um, he's actually. He is. He is. He is good. You know. I mean, out of all of the core um, six members, you know, he's probably maybe the least interesting to hear rap. Maybe, but he is. <laughs> I don't know. Like here's here's an example. Um, uh, Mystic Styles, the the second. Uh, the gutter touch and part two, right? I yeah. think everyone, I think everyone raps raps on that except gangst except gangster boo. Everyone raps on that, and uh, Coops has the best verse. Infamous has the second best verse. Paul has a really good verse on on that, which is like because he he didn't always have amazing verses, but he does have an amazing. Yeah, <laughs> he does have an amazing verse on that, and then even ju- and then it's like between juicy and crunchy for like bottom place because Juicy was never like the best rapper but he was the most he had the most it, it distinctive voice he wasn't the best Coopster was yes better. he was Coopster a was, lot of times he was Coopster was Juicy better than was, him was better than him. the best a lot of times Coopster was better than him on any song they had they had on the same song never yes never always listen to God no. Touch on part 2 when Coopster comes in yeah. like Visions in my head might be bloody red. Like he killed that. Yeah, that was okay. No, it, it, it was more. It was more than okay. No, no, right. Infamous. In, surely you agree that Infamous killed him on a lot on a lot of songs. Uh, here and there, it was sometimes it was hit and miss. But when he hit, it was over the top. <laughs> <laughs> to me, Juicy is the producer. Is 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 the producer? Back then, he was like. Ah, uh, he was the guy. He was the character. He was no, no. I that's that's what that's what I'm saying. He was the he was the forefront. He was the face of Three Six Mafia, right? But no, I mean um, the raps. I'm, I'm not talking about the producing or showing face. I mean actually, I speaking. Yeah, Mystic Styles is him. Mystic Styles, Styles is, him, is yeah, it is him. And that's the hardest album. And you hear his voice. Yeah, Mystic Styles is the best album. It's the best album. <sighs> yeah, but all right. But he, but he's not, to me, yeah, yeah, all the big hits, yeah, Juicy got, uh, front, was front and centre for, because they knew he was the, he knew he was the guy, like you're saying, everyone knew that. Because Uh, of the work rate and, uh... (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I'm not. He's he's <laughs> always been Street sick. Robbery. Now I'm high. Yes. In the game. All break of them. the law. Yes. Actually, he wasn't in break the law, was he? No, he wasn't. No, I think break the law was just Paul, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. But but Coopster has always been my favourite three six member. Um, Coopster and Infamous would be my top two. In terms of like how much I look forward to a verse on a song. For me, it's juicy, juicy yes. against the Well, I think um, I think history showed that you were right, um, because I mean it's kind of it's kind of not fair because both Coopster and Infamous passed, but um, it's juicy who had the pop in solo career. So. <laughs> you're probably you're probably right, but would would. Is Coopster as marketable as Juicy? Would would Coopster have had a career like Juicy? No way, no way. He was too weird. He had lyrics about cutting people's heads off and stuff. Like they were all weird. They were they were all weird, but Juicy, Juicy was always more marketable though. Definitely, definitely more marketable. His his whole image was more. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like um, when they did music videos, like the one for um. Um, late night tip. Yeah. Um, he's 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 the one that looks the most like, like a like a normal, <laughs> like a normal, not like a normal <laughs> rapper, but like I don't know. I, I I'm basically agreeing with what you're saying that Juicy was like, like you're saying he was the guy. They put him up front for every song, um, every music. Video. I want to say I want to say up front because like when they had verses, you have what three or four. Four members, mm-hmm. including Gangsterville, which is she's ridiculously difficult to do a better verse than that. <laughs> you actually have to be above a seven or eight to do that, and he was doing that. <laughs> so yeah, it's like oh, well, like I, I s- especially if you don't agree with me, uh, if you wait for my hood Project Pat, if you, if you listen to the version with um, Juicy J and uh, DJ Paul, okay, Juicy J's verse at the end of that. Flames. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I I haven't I haven't heard that, and I will, and I definitely. <laughs> who do, wait? Here's a question: Who do you think's better, Pat or Juicy? Happy <sighs> to Pat. Me too. Consistency. Me too. Much like much higher consistency. Right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Pat has um been doing a mate. Pat's been doing crazy features uh too late too lately. I've heard some. Well, not last few years. I've had some insane features. He did a feature. He did a feature for Rick Ross. That was absolute. Wow. Um, Elvis Presley Boulevard. So sick, man. His his Pat had such a good verse on that. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, three six. Um, but anyway, crun- Okay, what about Crunchy Black then? What What would you say about Crunchy Black overall in three six? I ain't got much to say. He's alright. Yeah, he is. He's he's good, but there wasn't, there wasn't a bad member. No, so. no, 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 no. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't have any weak members. But from what I've gathered, history showed that Crunchy was the um, the weak link. But now people appreciate him more. That's just what I've gathered. That's why I compared it to Silt to Shocker. Because I think I think I think it was a similar situation. But I could, so, I, so the shocker is more understandable. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. I fuck with him. Do I fuck with him? Same. Same. 
Same, absolutely same. Um, but like, I don't know why it's only certain certain rap groups that get that. Like, no one ever said there was a whack member of Bone Thugs or Hot Boys. You know, no one ever said that. Or did 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 someone did someone say that about Hot Boys? Nah. I don't um, know. no. Nah, because I'd say they were they were all almost. They were they were big though. They were really big. Yeah, they were all on the same ability level. Except Wayne, who surpassed them all, obviously, eventually. <laughs> but um, but they all could see a color. Yeah. Like Ronaldinho. <laughs> no, he was the Messi. Like when um, when Henri joined, I think it was, and then uh, Ronaldinho was like, "Bro, I'm not even the best here." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is this youngster over here. He's, he's gone crazy. Yeah, it's just recognizing that you know, uh, the the younger talent is. Uh, because Wayne was mad young back then, wasn't he? Like, how old was he? Like, 16, 17? Like, crazy young. But when he joined Top Boys, mm. but when he joined Birdman, was probably like 14. Damn. And we all know how we all know how sus that whole thing is. He so. came out with bling. Yeah, he came out with bling bling around mm-hmm. when he was like 15, 16. Insane. And he's still, I mean, how old's Wayne now? He's not even. I don't even know how old he is. He's he's he's. He's the same age as Skepta, so I was like 34, 35. So. He's 37 according to Wikipedia. 37? He was They're born old. in 1982. Yeah. They are old. But 37. 30, but 37, like, when you think about, like, that Jay Z didn't start rapping until he was, like, almost 30. Um. He didn't? <laughs> yeah, he did. He started, yeah. No, 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 no. So, what? Sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. He didn't get popular until he was almost 30. Wasn't he popular when he did a Hawaiian Sophie? What was that? When's that? I swear that was either very early nineties or late eighties. He was he like, must have said a bra. He was like he was in, right. Remember when he came to the UK? He was standing outside that um inside that fence. All oh, right. Well, he's um he's fifty one in December this year. And Reasonable Doubt came out in 96. So, my math isn't that far off. But my po- my point is, people were... He was quite like... now Nowadays, you wouldn't blow up at that age. The only person that's became like quite popular at a later age... Kendrick. Uh, 28. Yes. I, I, wasn't, I, was, I was actually going to say West Side Gun, but yes, Kendrick is a great example. Um, yeah, Kendrick. Kendrick's 32. That's crazy. Um, if you think you think you 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 do you do think of him as being younger? Um, yeah, he was twenty eight about about that when he got like really famous. Yeah, crazy. But um, anyway, uh, three three six. Well, I'll definitely watch that full crunchy black thing when it comes out. Um, the next topic was about SODMG and um, uh, I got. <laughs> And Riff Raff, who I did not know was originally a member. So, yeah, Egoff has been putting out a music video still. It's hard, seriously. I'm, uh, I'm mixed on it. I'm mixed on Egoff, or Agoff, or however you say it. I'm mixed on I'm mixed on him. It's pretty good. He's oh, funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, no, he is, he is, he is. <laughs> here I'm with Chapo, here I'm with uh, Marcin Rain and Kane, here I'm with like, Soldier Boy, or back in the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, no, even now, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, he's just not. Um, he. He is. I mean, obviously, he. 
Would you say? Would you say he pioneered the whole splash thing? Would you say that? Yeah. They all did, didn't they? Really, in, 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 around that time. Because um, there's 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 a, there's a lot of debate about the whole splash drip thing. But no, they definitely led the way. Definitely. Source source everything. Source tries to claim it, doesn't he? But I'm not sure if that's. I don't think that's true. Can't, yeah, I God, mean, you know. Soldier was doing, was it Zamadaline? Oh, like 2012? What a classic. 2013? Yeah, 20, 2012, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Zamadaline. The, the you just struck me out. Yeah. Soldier Boy had a great run of tapes. I mean, um, I would. It, Soldier Boy's one of those artists where, like, people always say. Like he influenced this people, and they're they're right. He influenced so many people, um, but I feel like people still don't listen to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like people surprised. What like his old his older shit? Because he got so many tapes. I think it's like the right people listen to him mm. because he's been around and influenced a lot of like the younger people, and they've come up and worked with him. And I mean, they still want to be around. Like, he's still doing music with Chief Keef. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chief Keef was also an SODMG. Didn't know that either. Bloody hell. God, yeah. yeah, he had everyone in that. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, would you say Soldier Boy has the same like fan bases that Lil that Lil B that Lil B has? Because Lil B's always had a crazy rabid fan base. But, nah. but like, who will who will who will listen to like a two hundred song mixtape just? Because it's Lil B, you know what I mean. I mean, I'd say Soldier is more more akin to like kind of Migos, Rich the Kids. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Hood Rich Pablo, like yeah, Hood Rich Pablo is a good comparison. Z Money. I think Soldier Boy is um, as well as being like a very creative guy. Who can do a lot of different things on beats? I think I think he can really rap. Like, yeah, he can really rap when he puts his mind to it. I've heard him out. I've heard him out rap a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Like H- Hoodridge, Hoodridge Pablo, for one. Um, yeah. And and he's and he's and he's had some of the fun the funniest beefs in rap history. Um. Like he feels like a he feels like a. An originator for the generation. Definitely, definitely, and um, the whole he doesn't get respect thing. I get, I, I can, I can see that because every time he trends on World Star, people are who? Well, this guy's career. I think it's because he's been so up there for a lot of time. Yeah. I know it's difficult for people to see you differently, especially when you've got so much money. Yeah, yeah, very, very true, very true. Um, but I mean, he is—he—he he, will—he will—he will always be a cultural icon um, for his big, big hits, obviously. But um, his his tapes are worth exploring, like the Juice tape. I think Zamadat that leans on that. On that. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, bro, that piff—he—it's like he owned that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was—he honestly did. Oh man, he—he he must have done like so many, so, so many tapes many. in like t- between like twenty. 11 and 2014 yeah. he must have done so many so he slowed it down a bit eventually <laughs> I'd like a little bit probably to uh, pursue all those dodgy things that he does like the whole <laughs> soldier console 
He has some of the, he has some of the best tweets of all time. Like hands down, like the one where he says the one where he says um, Soldier Boy the game will be out for PS Five, Xbox Seven Hundred and Twenty and PS Five, and it's like from two thousand and nine. That's 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 a funny fucking tweet. Or the one where he just tweeted anime, just the word anime. He's a joke. He's a joke. Guy. Soldier Boy needs more love, um, but he, but he'll never make a proper comeback then, because despite all of this, despite all of the disses. He hasn't had a hit um, since. <clears throat> Damn, I don't know. Like he has so many, he has so many good tracks that I think people need to hear. Um, yeah. Like, tear it up is is one. That's one of my favorite ones. Oh shit! That one proves he can he can rap. If you listen yeah. to that and you're like, nah, this guy can't rap. You're actually out of your mind. He can, he can. If, and and his his we videos. Gonna tear it up. We gonna tear it up. Yeah, holy shit, tear up. Oh, man. That beat as well. He has great beat selection. And he also, he also, I don't know if he made that beat. I know he makes quite a lot of his own beats. But. Yeah, it does. He's kind of like Keith in, in a way. Um, oh, Keith is actually a better producer. Oh, yeah, Keith is a way better producer, but. Yeah, Keith, yeah, no, you're right. It's not, it's not comparable at all. Keith is a way better producer. Um. <laughs> But Soldier Boy's beats are decent still, you know. Yeah. They're not bad. Um, I think. Um, I think. I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't follow him that closely now. But I mean, I know for a fact that at any point, if his name pops up, people know who that is. And I think. Um, I think again, he has massive. Um, Massive amounts of like charisma and like he's a, like he's a he's a meme like you know what I mean? Does that does that mean when he's like Drake? Drake? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely um, up there with Lil B and Keith, in, in, influential wise. In fact, they might they might be the Holy Trinity. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if you throw anyone else in there. Yeah, but has Purple Sign Plus as many people as those three, though? But you think? What? I don't know. Un- under- I don't care if it. Underground, Purple has like thousands of clones, yeah. But, um, Keith is more influenced. Like, Keith, Keith directly influenced Uzi, for, ex- for example. You know, like, directly influenced Uzi. He said it, he said that shit himself. Um, but I think the homage. To the South currently is literally because of her. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Like, yeah, mm. and that's a lot. We're talking Ferg still doing like plain Jane type of shit. Like that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't very like, true. Like purpose. <laughs> like the influence isn't just to artists; it's to producers as well. And that like that's a lot of culture. A lot. Yeah. Okay, no, no that's definitely... Credit, but... <laughs> that's actually fair enough. Alright. But I think Chief Keith is the most influential though. Yeah, I think so too. I think Keith, um... I mean, not just the fact that... I mean, Uzi is Uzi's one of the biggest artists in the world, right? Um, yeah. And also older than Keith, which I always find funny. By like three years. It's just so strange. Um... <laughs> um but... You know, it's, it's just 
there's so there is a lot of Keith like clones, people that want to be Keith. Travis Scott sounded like Keith at one point. Like with the Could Yeah. I well I think so. With the I mean, I'm not saying Keith was the first ever person to do to do like the stretched out auto tune singing. But I think that I think that was an influence and he put him on Probably. put him on rodeo. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> you know. Even even someone like um even someone like this might might be a stretch, but someone like like Blade, Young, Young Lean, those guys, they all say they love Chief Keith. Young Lean said, I love Chief Keith. Bro, it's not a stretch. No, it's I know. It's not a stretch at all. But, it, but Keith, it's different. Bro, I, I hear Keith's influence in Xavier Wolf. I hear Keith's influence in Cray. Like, for real, Oh, def- real. Def- definitely in Cray. Young, Young, Young Lean said at one point that Future's Turn Off The Lights was his favourite song. Um, <laughs> which is, That was like back in 2012 when he first started. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, it just it just goes to show how much, I mean, like, people in other countries are, are being influenced by Keith, Lil B. I mean, when people say Lil B is influential, I agree, um, but it's kind of harder to trace his influence, though. A little bit harder to trace it than the other. Is thing. it? No, I just listen to Bay Area music, but it's right there. <laughs> True, but that's more, that's more than the... Yeah, 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 but I mean, like, Contemporary stuff now, yeah. I don't think there's as much that sounds like Lil B as well. But mind you, Lil B has so many different styles. Oh, you mean the influence now? Sorry, yeah, yeah, I should have yeah. clarified. Yes, I think it's, I think it's harder. I think it's harder to tell who sounds like him now. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's, it's, it's not that hard because he also did the auto, the auto true shit. Like Yachty said, he was one of his favorite artists. So I remember that. So, yeah, same with Soulja Boy actually. <laughs> You said yeah. Soulja Boy is one of his favorite artists, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, uh, all the the younger, newer artists have definitely have a huge debt to all four, all four of those guys. Um, and I mean, you can you can also put Thug in there too, but Thug's influence didn't start till like halfway through the decade. But um, yeah. but he is still a lot of people sound like Thug, a lot, so. And Carty though, as well. You know, a lot of people sound like Carty. But I heard someone say that Carty's baby voice stuff is like massively influenced by Future, and I can't lie and say I don't see that. I see that a little bit. You know, what, the bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even even before that, Future was doing like mad voice cracks. You know what I mean? In his yeah. in his in his voice. So I I hear that as well. Anyway, does it? Just an Atlanta thing, bro. It probably is, you know. It probably is. They're just weird like that, but they make some crazy music. Right, final topic. You, oh, sorry, go on. Have you something. heard Nav's, uh, Nav's album? <laughs> haven't, haven't, haven't heard it yet. I'm definitely, pla- I'm definitely planning to though. Oh shit! I see he's done an Uzi thing with the deluxe. Um, like with a different cover and a longer track. Wow. List. But um, I'm definitely gonna. I, I, I'll say it. I enjoy someone Nav's music. I don't enjoy all of it. I don't enjoy all of it. I thought I thought perfect timing was really really boring. Um, bar like the car, bar like the Carty feature that was pretty cool. Um, and I think uh, yeah, I don't think he's particularly interesting. But I mean, his feature on Uzi's um, versus the World Two was crazy. In fact, that was basically just a Nav song with an Uzi verse. Oh shit! 
it really was that that was a perfect closer to that tape that was amazing it's called it's called leaders for anyway if anyone wants to listen leaders by uzi and nav great song um but yeah no i'm definitely gonna check out nav's new tape yeah he's he's kind of fire honestly he, he can be he can be the views here held by chris are 108 mics <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just I I I've shit on so many artists and then said I quite like Nav, but I, I, I don't care. Nav Nav is uh, Nav is uh, he's interesting to me. Anyway, let's move on to the, let's move on to the last topic and then we'll because we we just hit two we just hit two hours you know that's crazy. I mean like I haven't listened to the Nav album. I've listened to one song with him and Kylie. Nav's part was so trash. Was it but, um was it minute? Probably. That was on perfect timing. Uh, yeah. I was I was watching um, Anthony Fantano's uh, review. <laughs> it got a not good, not good out of ten. Yeah, it it deserved that. Probably. Wait, wait. Is that is that the new one? Yeah. The new one he gave not good, bro. He's given it like three not goods. Yes. Yeah. That's insane. That <laughs> oh my god, he actually did as well. That's crazy. 11 minutes of not good. He's just going to shit on him for 11 minutes. Bro, come on. Hey, he won't get it as bad as Big Sean. Big Sean's are the funniest. Ah, oh, but, bro. I, it, it's, kind, it's, it's kind of unfortunate that so many of his not goods ended up, like, where people died. That was very unfortunate. He, he not he not good at Lil, he not good at Lil Peep, and he not good at X. And he yeah. gave Mac Miller 3 out of 10, and they all died. And everyone was like, and everyone was like, please stop giving people not good. <laughs> nah, he, he also gave bro. Now nah, this is actually where it gets weird. He also gave Linkin Park not not good. <laughs> and then what's his name hung himself. It's actually crazy. Okay, okay. You see, you see what I mean. But yeah, the 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 the, the, Nav, the Nav album must thug future Travis Gunner Uzi Pop Smoke and Don Tolliver. Come on, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad, bro. I want to hear, hear Chris's review. <laughs> yeah, next week. Next week, I'll tell you what I thought, bro. I can't. I get, bro. A pop, a pop, smoke, and nav song. That sounds dead. That sounds dead interesting to me. Like, how would that even work? They're so different. I don't know. We'll find out. Anyway, rest in peace, pop smoke. He was gonna be huge. Um, he was gonna be I massive. Be yeah, I know. I genuinely believe he was gonna be not like. Not like fifty cent big, but he was gonna be he was gonna leave a he was gonna be huge. I'll stand by that. Anyway, last topic of the day, Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's making a comeback. Who's he gonna fight though? Um, I know he's fighting for charity or something like that. Right. You so know, it's who, kinda like who, exhibitions. Still or, but who in general? Yeah, everyone must be a bit shook to fight him though. You think? Who wouldn't want the credibility like I uh, suppose so. Yeah, as well. you'd 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 have to be pretty sure of your. Mind you, he is getting on a bit. When was the last time he boxed? Like, um, like professionally. Two thousand five. That's not that. I mean, that's fifteen years ago. <laughs> someone said. Um, someone someone said that his comeback would be horrible after one minute. Yeah, Steve Burns. Damn. Okay. Well, I mean, again, not a huge, not huge knowledgeable about boxing, but um, I do know how much of a legend he is, and I don't know. I mean, if it's for what? So it's so. Is it solely for charity that he's coming back to, to do boxing, or is he? 
or is he actually interested in doing it like long term again? Um, I think it might be with a, a Vander Holyfield. Right. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. Um, that would be very interesting, wouldn't it? I think Barcelona. It'd be it'd be cool it'd be cool to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Tyson. Did did you see the? Um, I'm I'm not really even sure why I watched this. Did 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 you see Mike Tyson interviewing Eminem? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, Mike Tyson has like a um, podcast. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. On YouTube, and he got Eminem on, and obviously, I don't give a shit about Eminem. But I was like, well, this will be interesting. This will be interesting. I want to see who like sucks up to who more. Yeah. Um, and bro, I've never seen Eminem look look look, look like shook when he was talking to someone. But he he was like, he was like actually in in awe of Mike Tyson, and that was just like really <laughs> weird to see. I was like, he was just like, oh yeah, I used to go out watching you fight, and I was like, damn, that's actually a bit of mental. Um, but yeah, um, Mike Tyson coming back. Yeah, well, I'll say I probably start watching. I probably watch that. Probably got to pay out the ass for it, but I don't know how much you got to pay to watch fights. Probably just watch it illegally online. Exactly. Mm. I mean, yeah, watching watching the fight legally does. It's expensive, but not too expensive. Like less than thirty pounds. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's still thirty pounds of my hard-earned money I could spend on something else. So. It is. Hard-earned from well, seems to be not a lot. Maybe Amazon will call me back. <laughs> or maybe I'll just stay unemployed forever. We'll see. Don't care either way. Anyway. Um, right, well, this brings us to sort of the climax of the show. Um, so I think to wrap up, we should maybe just recap what, what we've been listening to this week. So you can... Why don't you start this time, mate? Um, what have I been listening to? Oh, the Khan, his Paranoid album. Mm-hmm. For sure. Amazing. Um, but yeah, I want to give a shout out to a couple of people. Deborah, uh, and yeah. she's got a, mi- a mix with F16. Yep. Check that out on SoundCloud. It's doing numbers already, but keep playing as well. Hard. Really good mix. Uh, we've got Stevie Durag. Uh, he's Vibes Fest 2020. That came out a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, I'm glad you're, glad you're hip to Stevie. He's uh, a hard worker. A very, very hard worker. Yeah. That's really fun. Um, check out my artist, Rico Sama. His single on my SoundCloud. The single called All Minds. Yep. And from the Eurochild 2 um, project, myself of Sia. Yeah. Our song Late Night is produced by 24 Solace. Yeah, that's a, that's a banger. As I said last week and every week, it's still a banger. Needs needs <laughs> needs more plays, guys. Run that up. Needs more plays. Um, yeah, banger. Right. Well, I've been um, I've been I've been you know I've been listening to quite a bit of high C recently, like high C solo shit. Um, I really like Skins two two two. I think that's how you say that. That's that's a, a fantastic song. <clears throat> Shout out to High C. Um, uh, he, you really just should go solo, mate. Honestly, just make, just make, just make, just make the, just make the songs by yourself. They'll be better. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I, actually, I, 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 I genuinely think that that he's hold, he's hold, he's holding back. 
honest, honestly. But that's just that's just that's just my opinion. I don't really know shit. Um, Zero Suits Fucked Tape, as I said earlier, um, produced by Scott Free. Um, his best one yet, I'd actually say. Um, but he's dropped a lot over this year, so if you still haven't checked out his stuff as I've suggested you do, uh, go do that. Because uh, I am going to keep promoting them every week, I think. Because um, they deserve it more than a lot of people. Definitely. Um, and in terms of non, um, non-rap, non I've been listening to quite a lot of Deftones. Don't know if you've, you ever listened to Deftones? No, never heard of have you not? All right, they were they they did uh, they were uh, they're a pretty cool band. They they made like new metal, but then they transitioned into like um, I don't even know, like kind of like at- atmospheric alt alt rock stuff. Um, my next tape title, which I've decided on by the way, it's actually almost done, <laughs> which is very quick. Um, yeah, it, I received a lot of submissions for this one. It's going to be a three part tape. <laughs> going to be dropped in three installments yeah it's also going to have three unique cover arts for each disc um shout out to my guy dan for doing that for me um he's working hard on that right now uh we're gonna have a lot of names on there um i will preview a few here i will tell you a few names will be on there um there's a lot of like more low-key artists here um but i've got some shit from scott free on there uh i got some shit from uh cybernetic snake i got some ferrara um, I think I'll leave it there actually. But yeah, there's quite a few. Ne- oh, I've got some dis- got some deceased, of course. Uh, some some mad production across the board. Um, it might be upwards of thirty songs <laughs> when it's all said and done. Fucking hell! I know, fucking hell indeed. But uh, it's the last instalment of Fuck Five. Um, I will reveal the title at a later date, and uh, you can all look out for that. And that's that's really about it, really. Um. So I think that sums up episode three. Uh, we yeah. hope you enjoyed this. Um, this is the Just Tape podcast. Yeah. Myself, Remy. Yeah, and uh, me, Chris from one, one from one away mics. Go check out one mics dot com and lastvirtue dot com. Was it dot org? Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> I always think I always think it's dot org because it sounds anyway. Yeah. One away mics dot com and lastvirtue dot com for our individual projects. Um, and we will be back next week thanks very much guys peace out